Welcome to the podcast of Scott Street MB Church. We hope you find this message inspiring and encouraging in your walk as a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. Isn't it glorious when the sun shines? What a difference. It's been quite a, quite a, a week. Sabrina has an indoor pool now. Unfortunately, it's in her basement. So we need to pray for her. People are coming tomorrow morning at 7. She says the house smells like a swamp. Oh, that's not nice. So we, uh, we pray that, the, that that'll be taken care of and that they'll take care of our, our dear Sabrina. Uh, it's good to be together on a Sunday morning at a study God's Word. I, I, I'm glad, uh, Mike, that you enjoyed that scripture. You're, you're going to be on a little journey this morning, so we'll, uh, uh, we'll study together. Uh, last week, thank you so much to many of you who, who spoke to me after service about understanding of communion, and we, we really dug deep into the meaning of, of communion, Lord's Supper, uh, the Eucharist, and, uh, and it's, um, it's amazing how brilliant you are, your thoughts, and as many of you have been walking and taking communion for many years, and you came to my office and you said, no, Pastor, I thought about things a little bit differently, and it was... It was it was great. It was a taste of heaven. Being together is a taste of heaven. And today's another opportunity to open God's Word together. We're going to focus on our Footsteps of Faith series that we're working on. And, and when you look at footsteps, you can see where you've come from. If you're walking, well, I guess I came up this way. If you're walking, you can see where you've come from. When you stop walking, your footsteps that you're making are right under your shoes, but you can see the direction that you're going. So Footsteps of Faith, our, our series is about where we've been, where we are, and where we want to go as a church family. Um, and today we're looking at the mission of the church. What is our mission? Your mission, if you accept it, is this. And we're going to start by opening up our Mennonite Brethren Confession uh, of Faith booklet. And in this book, it helps us understand the principles of Christian faith through Scripture. And here's what our book says. It says, there are many descriptions that help us understand God's mission design for his church. The metaphors of mission are being salt, light, a fragrance, or an open letter, strongly suggesting having an impact within one's sphere of influence. Our role is to have an impact in our sphere of influence. Other pictures of the church are the church as an ambassador, a witness, a reconciler, fisher of men, and co-laborers with God. Do you get a sense? Our mission is related to salt and light and fragrance, to being ambassadors, witnesses, reconcilers, fishers of men and women. The mission of the church is both word and deed. God's design for our mission is found in the great commission. Matthew 28. Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. What's our mission? Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The great commission. Then we have the great commandment. That's a part of our mission. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. What's the second? Love your neighbor as yourself. 
All Allah and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So, you want to boil our mission down to, to the basics, to what it, its pure, simple message? It means that we are to make disciples. Our mission is to make disciples, discipleship. And secondly, to love God and to love our neighbor, to love and serve. Make disciples, love and serve. Can we do that? Whoa. Can we do that? Yes. We, in fact, that's why we exist. To make disciples and to love and serve. That's why we exist. That's why we take care of our children, to disciple them and love them. What was the, what was the, the quote I heard this morning? If your children are, go to Sunday school, where is he? Doug, are you here? If your children are in Sunday... Oh, he's in the back. He, he's, he's, what, what was that quote you told me this morning? If your children go to Sunday school, then they're... Seldom brought up in court. If your children are brought up in Sunday school, they're seldom brought up in court. The things you hear at the door of the church. So what does it look like to live out our mission? Well, there was a mega church in California. It seems they have those big churches, 7,000 members. It was one Sunday they decided they were going to close the doors for that Sunday. And instead of meeting together to worship in the church, they were going to send their members out into the community to 139 different community projects that Sunday. So they did. They sent, they sent 5,500 members of the church engaged that day in not going to church, but going as church in the community. The senior pastor, Larry Osborne, said, we want our members to understand that church is what we are, not just something we go to. We tell our people on the week that the church is closed that we're going to be the church instead of going to church. And that's a congregation that tried something interesting. And I'm sure that there are so many needs in St. Catharines, we could do the same thing. But I, I'd, be, I'd be unhappy not to see you every, on a Sunday, but interesting idea. There are simply too many Christians who have taken the mistaken belief that the church is something you go to on Sunday. But the truth is, you don't go to church. We are the church. The church isn't a place. The church is a people. The church is on a mission. Amen? We're on a mission. And our mission isn't survival. Our mission is radical. Matthew 5 says, uh, You are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except be thrown out and trampled afoot. Verse 14, You are the light of the world. Town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people put a light, uh, a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on the stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify God. We are salt. We are light. We're a city on a hill. What does salt do? Well, it, it pr- preserves everything it touches. It makes it taste better. It makes everything better. And that's us. We are salt. Everywhere we go, everything we touch, we make it better. Relationships, neighborhoods. I hope that when the little kids came to your door on Halloween that you just loved them up. You know, um, I had a beautiful little lion, a little two-year-old came to my door. He wasn't interested in candy. He just wanted to keep ringing the doorbell. (laughs) And I blessed that little feller and I put a little something in his bag and I thanked his mom and dad for bringing him. You know, I, I want to be, be salt and light in my community. Well, what is light? 
Our next characteristic is light. Well, light brings vision, clarity, and purity. We cast out darkness. We shed light wherever we go. You are a light. You make a difference everywhere you go. Do you know that people are watching you? Yes. Good. Be aware of it. You know, some people, uh, as a pastor, I, I go over to Tabor every now and then, and people watch me because they see me on TV. So they think I'm on TV. And I guess I am on their TVs. Hello, Tabor. Hello, my beloved grandmothers and grandfathers. I love going over there, having coffee with a man who's 100 years old. I told him I'm going to say happy birthday every week until Christmas. He says, that's okay. We are to be the mouth, the hands, the feet of Jesus. We're to be a city on a hill. Well, what's a city on a hill? It's a community that people look at. It's a light that shines out over St. Catharines. We are a city on a hill, and people are looking at us. We are on a mission. Getting involved in the community and doing service projects is a good thing. And it's a part of being the church. Being the church also means being like Jesus, being a part of his family. Let's go to our scripture, Mike. We're going to figure out how I fit this one in. Phoebe was a dedicated follower of Christ. She, meant, she was mentioned in Romans chapter 16, 1 to 2. If you get a chance and you want to read uh, all of uh, Romans chapter 16, it's all greet, greet, greet. Say hello to this person and that person and that person. All the way down to verse 16 where it says, then give a holy kiss, each other with a holy kiss. And I'm going to leave that up to you, Mike, to figure out what that means. <laughs> Let's look at the two verses. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant or a deacon of the church of Centrea. I ask you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints to give her any help she may need from you, for she has been a great help to many people, including me. And then it goes on, greet others, greet others, greet others. But she's the first one. She's very important. Phoebe, who Paul so highly commended, she, saw, she shone for a light for Christ. Paul gives a beautiful insight into this saintly servant, Phoebe, in these few verses. We can learn something from her and how Paul thought of her. Paul, in these verses, uses two powerful words to describe Phoebe. Two words that I like to be called. Well, one of them I can't be called. The first word is sister. I commend to you our sister, Phoebe, a deacon in the church in Centrea. Paul began by saying, I commend to you someone who's part of our family. First and foremost, the mission of the church means being a part of the family. We may not all be sisters, but we are all spiritual siblings. Here at Scott Street, I love here at Scott Street, because so many of you have family members here. How many of you have a brother or sister here today? Like a flesh, brother or sister who you, that, of the same mother. Brother, can I see a hand? Can I see it higher? Can you... Yeah, there's a lot. Aren't you blessed to have a brother or a sister here? My sisters are, are in, in Guelph and Milton. Now, how many of you have a brother or sister in faith here? Well, that's where every hand goes up. We all have. Kelly, you have a brother. I'm your brother. Put that hand up, girl. I'm your brother. Who's going to be missing you soon. We have a family. And Paul introduces Phoebe as a sister. Now, think about this amazing truth. We are a part of a family. When you place 
yourself in the family of God, God becomes our Father. We are God's child. Other believers become your brother and your sister. And the church becomes your spiritual family. We have no orphans here today. We're a family. There are no orphans. I'm your brother, whether you want me or not. (laughs) Maybe you have brothers and sisters like that. You know, they might drive you crazy, but they're part of your family and you got to love them. Jesus pointed his hand, Matthew 12, 49. He pointed his hand at his disciples. He said, look, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does what my father in heaven wants is my brother and my sister and my mother. So I can look out at you and say, look, there's my mothers and my fathers, my brothers and my sisters. It's, it's, and it's not because we're, we're members of this church. It's because we're members of this church, God's church. And if any of you are traveling to Africa, let me know because you've got brothers and sisters there and I will hook you up. You need places to stay in Africa. We have, we have this family of God all over the world. I don't know, Rodney, you, you must have met wonderful people in uh, New Zealand. It was New- Australia. I knew it was over there, way over there. In Australia, you know, when you're part of God's family, you have a family in Australia, you know, even though you're from St. Catharines. It's incredible. Um, Our church's mission statement says, we are a family, we love God, we love each other. It's our mission to be family. It's about having brothers and sisters you love. And sometimes love hurts. I have a, a, a nephew who took his life this week. 24 years old, died of a drug overdose. Yeah, terrible. And it affects our whole family. He's up in, the, he's up in Sault Ste. Marie. God bless the family. You know, God bless them. It's not easy. So in a family, you celebrate joy and birth, and you celebrate difficult times. I was in the hospital yesterday. Sarah and I were in, in Hamilton with Erica and Willie. And uh, we're celebrating that the Lord saw him through. There were physicians waiting for him at the hospital when he came by ambulance from Niagara Falls. And they did this open-heart surgery and, and opened them up. And, man, we are so blessed to be in Canada, to have surgeons and hospitals like that. We are so grateful. So, and so we, we know Erica and Willie a bit. We've, we've seen them on Sunday mornings. We said hello. But when you come into the hospital, you should have seen the hug she gave Sarah. Because we're family. You know, not just the pastor and his wife, but we're family. And when you see us in the grocery store, you give Sarah a big hug. Because you see a sister right there in front of you. We are a, a part of the church is being together. There's so many things in Scripture about being together. We're joined together, built together, members together, held together. And in the end, we'll be caught up together. A whole lot of togetherness in the family of God. Being a church means experiencing life together. Experiencing life together. And an, the Bible has another phrase that answers the question, what is that like? Well, it says, here's how you live with one another. We live and serve together. We focus on one another. And so there's a whole bunch of one another's. Love one another. Be devoted to one another. If, 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 there, if you can't follow the sermon because I talk too fast, I'm gonna, I would be so happy to send you the message, the sermon, so you could read it. I send it out to a few of you, but 
they're so rich. All of these one another's. So send me your email, and I'll send you the I'll send you the sermon. It's not the one I preach, but it's the it's the notes in front of me. It's kind of close. Love one another, to be devoted, honor one another. Romans 12, Romans 12, 16, live in harmony with uh, one another, accept one another, greet each other with a holy kiss, teach one another. Galatians 5, 13, serve one another in love. Ephesians 4, be kind and compassionate to one another. Hebrews 10, 25, encourage one another, offer hospitality to one another. 1 Peter 4, it's all about one another. It's about being together. It takes God's power and our effort to produce a Christian community, the church. It's a miracle. And Phoebe had a powerful impact on her church. She was a sister, and she's part of our sister. She's one of my sisters. And one day I'm going to meet Phoebe, and I'm going to say thank you. Paul goes on to describe Phoebe in another way. He calls Phoebe a servant. Paul says, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a servant of the church. The word used here is, it's a Greek word, it's a New Testament word, diakonos. What do you think another translation of the word diakonos is? It's both servant and deacon. Deacon. So it means a church leader. In some translations, it's translated a minister or a pastor. The point, however, is not that she held a special position, but that she served the church. She was a diakonos, a deacon, a servant. Paul goes on to say, Help her in every way you can, for she has helped me in, in their needs, in my needs. Being the church means helping out and being a servant in our areas of need. I, I love our church family and have seen you serving in special ways, caring for children, Kids club, teaching, quilting, lunch at Scott Street, community dinners, delivering food to shut-ins, filling potholes in the parking lot, cutting grass, working at the Christian Benefit thrift shop, holding Bible studies, baking, serving at tables, washing dishes. My goodness. There's over a thousand things you seem to do every week. And I'm, I'm overwhelmed by how you serve. The list could go on and on. Being the church means living out our mission, and it requires us to help out in areas of need. One of our areas of need in the church is a new one, all of our technology. Thanks to David for all your work and all of the the, the young people, mainly young fellas, who are are helping out on cameras and on tech and and making this happen. Thank you uh, for using your gifts and skills to serve Jesus in technology. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that we would need people with these sort of skills. Some of you may think, well, I haven't been part of the church very long, and I'm not qualified really to help anywhere. You know, I'm afraid to speak, and and life is already busy. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I can help. And what I would say is, well, what would Jesus have you do? How has he made you, and how can you serve? I, I would love you to serve in your area of strength and giftedness. We're going to talk about that this coming year. We're going to be doing some analysis, some, some reading, and some study. What's my gifts? We're, you're going to love it. I want you to choose to do what God wants you to do, and then trust his Holy Spirit to give you power, love, courage, and wisdom to do it. There are needs we have even right now, places where you can live out your mission. We need help with our children's work. We love our kids. 
And we can use your loving heart and your caring hands to, to fill in the gap as, as Kelly is leaving. With, uh, with our needs, uh, God says that he gives us everything we need in the church. How can you use your life, your hands, your feet to care for our beautiful children and give them extraordinary care? We are people on a mission, and the simple mission, again, is that we make disciples and that we love God and love our neighbor. Phoebe was a servant of the church with a servant heart, and we would all do well to follow her example. We're thankful for her. So, beloved church family, whatever you do, wherever you go, whether it's Sunday or Saturday or any day of the week, remember your mission to make disciples, to be Christ, salt, light, and a city on a hill. Amen? Amen. So if you have some questions about, about being a part of the church, maybe, maybe about your faith, come and talk to me or any of our pastors or, or talk to my Sarah. Um, if you um, would like to be baptized or become a church member, maybe you're not a member yet, come and talk to us. God is doing something. We're on a mission. If, you, if you're stagnated in your spiritual life and you want to grow in faith, you want to know and love God better, come, let's, let's pray together and talk. There's so many gifted Christian leaders here. Hetty Jansen, my, talk to her. She'll set you on fire. Incredible. Talk to my Sarah, Sabrina, incredible Christian leaders. If you want to help, if there's things in the church that you, where you think that you could use your gifts and skills, well, well, talk to Rodney, talk to Paul, talk to me. And if you have an idea, see, I believe that God put you here for a purpose. And if the Holy Spirit speaks to you and says, you know, we should be doing this. God is calling us to do this. I have a vision, I have a dream for the church. Well, come and talk to... Come and talk to me. If God's talking to you, I want to hear what he's saying to you. Talk to any of our elders. Talk to any of our pastors. What is God calling us as a church family to do? Because maybe he's speaking to you first. Nowhere in Scripture does it say that he just speaks to the pastors or to the leaders. Maybe he's speaking to you. I want to know what God is saying to you as you are salt and light and a city on a hill. So, come and ask for help. Or come and ask, how can I help? Because God is on a mission here, and he's using us. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for Phoebe and for her example as a dedicated leader, a deacon, a sister, and a servant. Father, help us to make disciples in our life, in our work, as we teach children in schools, as we work as lawyers in our offices, as we build houses. Father, whatever we are doing, help us to be salt and light. Father, help us to serve you well. We want to be good servants. Point us in the right direction, Father, and thank you that you set us free for the Holy Spirit to do your work. Father, help us to love and to serve one another well. Fill us with your spirit and with your light. and Make us a city on a hill here in St. Catharines. Father, we ask that you would bless us and that you would make us a blessing in our world as your people on a mission. In Christ's name.
Thank you for listening. For any questions about the message or to contact any of our pastors, please visit scottstreetchurch.ca.